This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, the business station. This is the newly revamped resource center, your one-stop shop for strategies, tactics, and tools to better build, scale, and manage your business. Now, have you ever wondered what stories dominated headlines across Hong Kong, Singapore, and Malaysia in 2023? Karma's top 10 stories for 2023 report reveals the biggest news and captivated audiences and shaped the narratives for these key markets. Delving into these top stories can provide relevant and important insights for any organization. And in this episode of Resource Center, Jeremiah Rodriguez, the general manager of Karma Malaysia, will elaborate on the importance of news tracking and media analysis in understanding what grabs public attention, what sparks conversation, and what resonates with a business's target audience is invaluable. If you have any thoughts, you can get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number on 018-789-8899, or you can reach us on X. We are at BFM Radio. So I am speaking with Jeremiah. Um, Welcome to the show, Jeremiah. Thank you, Richard. Good to be here. I understand it's not your first time here at the BFM offices. Yeah, that's true. Now, um, tell me a little bit more about this uh, top 10 report. What were the top three news stories in 2023 that you've tracked across your key markets and whether there were similarities or differences between these markets? Sure, Richard. Let's start off with Malaysia first. I think there were a few big headlines uh, which happened throughout the year. Uh, First and the most biggest would be the 1975 issue in the Goodbyes Festival, you know, which led to many festival cancellation across the region as well. Mm. Uh, the other news story that we picked up on were the rainbow SWAT watches. Yep. Yeah, where the issue of uh, raiding of all the swatch outlets and also banning of the watches as well. Uh, some political news, you know, the arrest of our ex-Prime Minister Muhyiddin mm-hmm. on the alleged corruption link. And as well as Malaysia suing Meta, specifically MCMC, for not removing inappropriate uh, content related to race and religion. Those are what those are some of the big news uh, which we kind of tracked and picked up on in Malaysia market. Uh, over to our neighbours, uh, Singapore. Of course, their biggest news was around their presidential elections, right, which happens. And then, uh, interestingly, their Formula One Grand Prix was one of the big news as well as it kind of highlighted an increase in boosts in tourism yeah. uh, in, in, in Singapore specifically. Uh, power transfer uh, to the Deputy Prime Minister Lawrence, which I would assume would be one of the news to look out for in 2024 as well, and more developments on that. And lastly, in Hong Kong, uh, the Diamond Hill murders was one of the biggest news which we captured. Uh, District Council, ordinary elections was the other. And one of the biggest fraud cases in Hong Kong's history, the alleged JPEG fraud case, was some of the uh, big headlines that were captured in 2023. Now, uh, you might be wondering, there's one more news which I didn't mention. And, and this particular news was heavily reported in all three markets, which was the Israel and Palestine war. Yeah. Right. And interestingly, when you look into each of these markets, uh, each of them had their own specific way of reporting. Uh, Malaysia, in particularly, were mainly focused on the boycotting of brands. I mean, 
naturally, I think among all the markets, Malaysia would be the most impacted in that sense uh, in terms of boycotting. Mm. Over in Hong Kong, their main concern was how China viewed the conflict, right? And in Singapore, they mainly reported on the country methods on upholding security and also societal mm. harmony. Mm. Yeah, those were some of the big big news across those markets and some similarities and differences between So those. a real mixed bag of stories a across, real across mixed the bag. Yeah. But the one kind of theme that threads them all together is the, the Palestine yeah, uh, definitely. conflict, yeah. of course. Okay, uh, let's move on a little bit and talk about uh, statistics then. You know, and when it comes to monitoring these markets and monitoring news stories, how important are things like statistics to an organization why does it matter why should any organization be tracking news coverage or even mentions about them well richard if you look at it news often uh, reflects market trends you know consumer sentiment right and it's very important and key to understand these trends so that they will be better uh, helpful in in terms of making informed decisions you know aligning their strategies uh, with those market demands, mm. right? And then, of course, tailoring products and services to meet consumer expectations, mm-hmm. right? Apart from that, of course, reputation management uh, is key, right? So positive news can enhance uh, credibility, trust, and also brand image, while mm. negative news does the opposite, right? Yeah. So we need, organizations need to be able to be on top of those particular news and, of course, take the necessary actions if needed. Mm. Right, and this it comes when it directly relates to crisis management. Right, being on top of the crisis, handling, navigating the narrative around the crisis, so that you know you can actually kind of mitigate the impact of the crisis towards that particular brand or, or corporation. It's just like having your finger on the pulse, knowing which way to lean and which way the wind is blowing. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. exactly right. right. So. What are the um, implications that a company's or, or a, a spokesperson's positioning uh, to track or not to track? You know, how does it differ when you're looking at startups or SMEs, or MNCs, or, or even government institutions? I think firstly, you need to look at the nature of those business uh, from all these type of uh, institutions, right? In startups, you know, you're looking at building your brand presence, yeah. building your brand awareness. So the ability to track your coverage early on, pick up those positive news stories, highlighting them to your audience is key for startups, right? Monitoring competitors, looking yeah. at what they do, learning from them is also key for them. MNCs, you're looking at global coverage because you're around across market different regions, right? In that sense, reputation management come into play ensuring that you know your brand and your customer base is all well taken care of right uh, government generally government uh, particularly you're looking at tracking policy related coverages reputation management yes of course <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and more importantly for government, when it comes to their coverage, it kind of like shapes the public perception, right? Yeah. Whatever that's put out in the news, especially in print news, you know, broadcast news, it definitely does influence the public. Mm. You know? So that's mm. what the, those are the things that probably they need to be taken care need to be looking to get carefully as well. And they, right? they need to be able to respond to them as yes, well, whether exactly. or not it's positive or negative. Exactly. They have to make sure they're satisfied. Yeah. Okay. Um, now... And, and I guess it's a kind of broad question, though. But why should businesses even care about their brand reputation first? But why should they care now more than ever? <laughs> and how does it align with or, or affect their bottom line? Because we know, and you will know that, 
social media now has become this kind of hotbed of opinion, and it can make or break a brand. Correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, as as you mentioned, right the the current media landscape has tremendously grown. You know, yeah. particularly when it comes to social media. Now everyone has some sort of potential to cause some influence. Right. Yeah. News, whether that's yeah, whether positive or negative, whether it's positive or negative, yeah. right? And naturally, the negative news tends to spread faster for some reason, right? And that gives the consumers, you know, empowerment, you know, with the availability of instant news on social media, you know, the ability to share across their audience, their friends, family, you know, brands, organizations need to put their hands on social media more effectively, mm. you know in order to counter any potential crisis which can be break out faster mm. more than ever comparing to before right and in that sense right there are, there are a lot more uh, c suite members are concerned about reputation you know brand reputation in particular right and pr has a seat in the boardroom these days you know because for example if 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 a company wants to build a positive perception around a brand's esg you know it's likely to also resonate with those consumers right and then in that sense increase the customer's trust mm. increase investor relation mm. attracting talents you know those are the things that can uh, help those organization with very strong brand reputation management in that sense it, yeah. they're not just uh welcomed in the boardroom nowadays they they they're even trying to push their way into interviews i can tell you that as well but esg is 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 the big thing right now as yeah, well right and we're hearing a lot about you know uh, younger people who are getting into the workspace for the first time making decisions on uh, if they want to join that company depending depending on what whether the company is in line with esg yeah that's right now um if a company was considering implementing a news or a social media uh, social media listing strategy. What do you think are some of the key factors that they need to kind of keep in mind? Hmm. Interesting question. I think one of the first main uh, factors uh, which they'll need to keep in mind is basically aligning their communication objective with their company objectives, mm. right? So with, whenever it comes to any sort of uh, uh, social listening strategy or PR strategy, right, the objective needs to be clear and concise uh, together to form together with the company objectives. You know, then will lead to easier planning of activities. You know, ensuring that whichever activities are planned, there are measurable outputs and also outcomes. We demonstrate impact. You know, mm. towards the company's mm. direct comp- uh, objectives. You know, this can be you know sales increase in revenue. So would you suggest to companies then that they implement these kind of strategies during a particular campaign time or uh, that it should be an ongoing kind of thing? Which would you think is is probably the better strategy? I would say uh, as a whole, it needs to be an ongoing process because companies' goals and objectives are normally long-term based. They are not short-term. Right. That being said, when it comes to specific campaign, the same framework can be applied for a shorter period. Mm. But generally, in that sense, the framework will still remain the same. You know, having mm. clear objectives, coming up with your plans, your activities, measuring your outputs, and then of course your outcomes mm. Mm. Uh, 
it all relates to the objectives at the end of the day. Okay. Let's take a short break here, folks. You are tuned into the all-new Resource Centre, of course. My name is Rich Bradbury. It's your one-stop shop for strategies, tactics, and tools to better build, scale, and manage your business. Here in the studio with me right now is Jeremiah Rodriguez, the General Manager of Karma Malaysia. We're discussing on why news and social listening matters to businesses. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back here on Resource Centre. More questions, of course, coming up in just a few moments here on BFM. 89.9. Break from monotony. BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back to Resource Centre. My name is Rich Brebery, of course. It is the newly revamped Resource Centre, a one-stop shop for strategies, tactics and tools to build better, scale and manage your business. Of course, I'm here with Jeremiah. He is the General Manager of Karma Malaysia. And we're talking about why news and social listening matters to businesses. Uh, Okay, let's talk about um, fake and viral news trends. Everybody wants to say, I've got a post, let's make it viral, let's do this. It becomes one of those discussions. How should organizations keep up and pay attention to what matters? And what can be done to kind of mitigate or at least try and filter fake news? Because we did see a lot of social media companies falling prey to a lot of fake news. Good question. I think first off will be, of course, being on top of the news, you know, through having some sort of media monitoring, right? Mm tracking this news, looking through, identifying potential misinformation, you know, and then this must be, of course, be a continuous process, you know, not a one-off thing that Mm. you do, right? And now on top of that, social, uh, when it comes to social media, right, looking into the public sentiment, you know, identifying certain trending topics, uh, going to deep diving down into those topics, looking for any addressing concerns or misinformation, you know, just to kind of like be a preventive uh, measure or proactive measure when it comes to uh, crisis communication, right? And when you do hit a particular crisis, make sure you demonstrate transparency, authenticity, yeah. you know, yeah. quick response, you know, precise, and you need to understand your organization reputation pillars and how the crisis impacts your band so that you can respond accordingly as well. People tend to be a lot more sensitive lately, I've noticed, right? So you've, <laughs> responding appropriately and transparency, uh, transparently, I, I think, is clearly key mm. because people will know when you're trying to Fluff. Fluff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which leads me on nicely to this question then about the evolution of digital mm-hmm. media and social media platforms. How do you think it's changed the landscape of news tracking and analysis for, for businesses over the last couple of years? I think with the rise of digital media, social media platforms, you know, real-time monitoring is key. You mm-hmm. know, with all those instant news available for the audiences to share, you know, businesses need to be able to track those mentions and anytime breaking news can happen, right? So real-time monitoring is definitely a need. And the diversity of sources, right? Of course, we have been speaking about social media, but if you look at online blogs, you know, yeah. now we have user-generated content, you know, those are all... And AI-generated content. AI-generated, correct. Like yeah. All of these contributing to the news landscape. So businesses need to consider a wide range of sources when tracking and analyzing their news. Mm. And last but not least, like what we just spoke earlier, like misinformation and fake news. So business needs to be vigilant, right? Whatever happens on social media, whatever's user generated, you know, needs to be vetted through, needs to be carefully looked into uh, for 
to prevent any mm. unwanted uh, crisis of public perception. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it my question that I guess kind of going off a little bit? Is it better to have a small dedicated team listening, uh, uh, monitoring, rather than you know people coming in every now and again checking it? Do you think? Well, that's when you need to use a combination of today's technology, right? At Karma, we, what we do is we rely on AI and technology to do the heavy lifting mm. right? because there's no joke. There's a lot of things on mm. online, you know, social media, right? So we use technology to assist us in gathering those information, but human expertise, you know, yeah. is something that is invaluable, right? Yeah. And they are the ones that go, go through the data, understand the data, give that proper understanding yeah. and action points, uh, Towards towards the data capture. I mean, before it used to be, and I say this, it used to be fairly simple. It was like, what's trending on Twitter? What's trending on Facebook? What's the headlines on Reddit? And these would be your three filters where you could get most of your sentiments from. It's no longer the case. Obviously, it's a lot broader than that nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess then, you know, when companies want to leverage these different platforms for, you know, brand engagement, reputation management, what's the best way that they could do this? I think firstly, they need to maintain a consistent brand voice and messaging throughout these platforms, you know, so that there's some consistency regardless of where their target audience is or where their target audience is viewing their messages on social media or online. There is a same consistent brand voice and messaging, Mm. right? Highlighting positive customer experiences, you know, showcasing positive customers' testimonials, you know, success stories on their social platform is a good way to boost engagement as well as is much more authentic in that mm, sense mm. when it comes from user-generated content. Uh, lastly, I would also think that, you know, educational content, thought leadership content, you know, organization that pushes their CEOs or their C-level suites or their experts into, uh, you know, coming up with their own uh, editorials, right, going on interviews, putting themselves out there, you know, enhances the brand's credibility and reputation, you right. know, on the specific platforms. Yeah, yeah. because they're, they're basically coming out and saying that we're not just mouthpieces, we are actual real people who do have opinions yes. and you can, yes, indeed, exactly. to a degree, trust us, right? <laughs> yes. Earlier on, you mentioned uh, crisis management, uh, you know, whether or not something has gone viral for the wrong reasons, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um can you give me some examples of how uh, proactive news tracking has benefited a company during a crisis? I think, firstly, as I mentioned, you know, the ability to take control of the narrative is key when a crisis occurs, right? The speed of how you respond mm. to the news, right? Being on top of the news as it breaks out, uh, coming up with subsequent release statement or press release to kind of like defend or also kind of like uh, clear the air, mm. you know, of, of whatever that was mentioned, right, can really help you take control of the narrative. And then from there, the key messaging as well, so that you can have full control on any state of letting the media or the public just drive it away into, you know, endless assumptions. How important is it on how that message is delivered, all right? Because I'll, I'll give you an example, and you'll know what I'm talking about when I imply this. Let's just say a um, company or a, a government body issued a PDF as an apology, right? How would that differ from an individual getting up on stage and, and delivering that apology, do you think? I think having that emotional uh, 
touch to a response is always key rather than just a PDF. The Koreans have got this down. Yes, perfectly yeah. right. Yeah. Right, uh, it always it always will bring more impact and more authenticity. Yeah, when you actually speak about it or come up with your own words yeah. uh, rather than handing out you know PDF versions of it. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that, that's about it. Yeah. And it's just making sure that your CEO yeah. is able to deliver that message exactly. convincingly. Convincingly, yes. Right. Okay, um, and and I guess just to kind of wrap up um, is, and you mentioned it briefly. What role do analytics and AI play in in modern news tracking and media analysis? And how can organisations who are interested in using this tech, what would they use to gain actionable insights from their own media coverage? Well, firstly, it's quite clearly that you know gone are the days of counting clips, right? Yeah. <laughs> There are so many technologies out there uh, which can help assist for, for you to track your news, to analyze your news. Uh, even from our end, you know, nowadays generative AI is the next new topic, hot mm. topic, right? And we use generative AI to summarize the news force, which allows us to save a lot of time for yeah. us to do the additional in-depth analysis or insights uh, studies, right? So I would say always keep in mind... Uh, with all these technologies out there, you know, it's very key to understand that it still needs to be a human-led tech mm. approach, which mm. we do at Karma itself, right? Where we use the technology to assist and to better make our analysis more efficient, mm. right? So com- organizations can use these tools, you know, coming up with alerts, dashboards. Those are the things that can help ease their workload, but at the end of the day, it's very crucial for organizations to also train their their members or their their comms people, you know, to in, to better interpret all this huge vast amount of data, mm. you know, which make their lives easier on a day to day basis. If you had any final thoughts to give to uh, an SME who are interested in in, in kind of starting on this journey you know they've already established a business it might not be huge but you know they've got a little bit of a market what would you what would you say their first step should be i think generally first step will be to being in control of what's being said about them i think that's so very control key. the narrative control the narrative it will be very key coming up with clear key messaging you know based on the insights you're gathered so when you talk about insights what is being said on social media mm. how are uh, the market or your target audience perceives you or perceive your product right so based on those kind of insights that's when you start generating your key messages and your focus throughout the year Brilliant. Jeremiah, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much, Richard. Good to be here. Brilliant. Folks, I've been in the studio, of course, with Jeremiah Rodriguez, the General Manager of Karma Malaysia. If you did miss any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast players. Just search for Resource Centre, of course. My name is Rich Bradbury. This has been Resource Centre on BFM 89.9. The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.